Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we like to discuss the details and mention it all. All right, let's get into the episode. So today I'm going to be doing a very small podcast review and a little snippet from a Netflix documentary that I saw recently. Uh, But first, let's get into my regular segments. So first of all, happy Labor Day. Uh, It is Labor Day today, so I hope all of you are enjoying a nice day off. Um, For those of you who want to support the show, uh, you can subscribe to my premium content called Craving More, which allows you to get two additional episodes per month. Uh, and that you can do by going to my Instagram at the diet obsessed.com or I'm sorry, at the diet obsessed podcast and going to the link in my bio and you can subscribe to craving more through that link. You can also go to my website called dietobsessed.com and there's a links where you can subscribe there as well. I have two levels. I have a VIP level, which has extra personal, extra juicy content. And then I have my regular level, the basic level of Craving More, which allows you to get two additional episodes per month. So that's how you can support the show. You can also support the show by leaving a rating or or a review. And that's just leaving some stars, leaving a comment. It, it makes all the difference in the world, especially if you're doing on like Apple Podcasts or wherever you personally listen to your podcasts. Uh, so... I do hope all of you are having a happy Labor Day. I do have to work a little bit in a little bit at my other job, uh, my side hustle job, which is fine. I, I had three days off in a row, so I'm feeling very rested, very rejuvenated. Um, so for, for my first segment, I wanted to get into my mental health check-in. So my mental health is good. I, you know, I really needed those days off. Uh, Friday was my birthday. I turned 44 and I, you know, I, I had planned a call. I was like, why did I do this to myself? I had planned a call with our partner in Boston who usually affects my mental health in a ne- negative way. But I think it was, you know, maybe because it was my birthday or maybe he was just having a good week. He was exceptionally kind and and really gracious. You know, I was able to say some things that I needed to get off my chest and he really took it well. And that was just, that normally doesn't happen. So that was a blessing and allowed me to go and have a a great birthday weekend. Uh, And I also had a really difficult call last week with our fire inspector who kind of, he has to go in and inspect the work that we just did. And I'm a little bit worried that we might have to do some additional work to bring it up to code. I think we might have to bring a sprinkler down, but anyway, we'll find that out soon. But it, you know, even though that was, uh, you know, it was something that's not going to be good because it's going to cost us more money and delay our project. We are getting very close to those final steps and just connecting with the fire inspector and realizing that, you know, these things are the last things that we need to do to get our certificate certificate of occupancy. And um, that way we can apply for our final license for our cannabis business in, in Boston. So anyway, things are progressing. So, and I feel like I have a, a decent handle on everything that needs to be done. So that allowed me to have a really good mental health week. 
and then and then looking ahead at, at a few days off i mean i was just so 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 excited for this birthday weekend i and i planned it perfectly i have to say and i'm going to be getting into some of it in my next segments including my healthy habits and my tasty treats of the week segments but um but anyway for my mental health check-in segment i am doing good and i hope all of you had a great mental health week as well All right, now for my diet culture media moment. So this is a real quick one because I didn't actually finish this movie, but I did find this movie that I highly recommend if you love food like I do and you love kind of chef um, movies about chefs. So Bradley Cooper starred in a movie called Burnt, and I stumbled across it. I think it was on HBO Max, and it's... It's really good, although I have to say he was a very abusive head chef in it, and it was very triggering. Uh, I know that that's how some of those kitchens operate, and it's it's pretty shocking. I mean, I wonder if that still happens today with, you know, this new focus on work-life balance and treating people with respect and the hashtag Me Too movement and... Uh, you know, this, this greater attention on, you know, physicality in the workplace, because he was quite abusive to his sous chef in this, but, uh, who was Sienna Miller. So anyway, but I do recommend it if you like kind of chef movies and there was a real focus on food and and details with food. So it was really good. I am going to finish it, but I just wanted to mention that, uh, you know, I wanted to refer you to that movie in my little diet culture media moment segment. All right, now for my anti-aging antics segment. And actually, right before I get into that, uh, that Bradley Cooper movie, Burnt, is actually on Netflix currently. Uh, So I just wanted to mention that. But my anti-aging antics, so some of you might have seen me on my Instagram talking about how I was going to get my Botox treatment on Wednesday. And I ended up, so I... I wasn't sure if I'd have to go to Massachusetts this week or next week. So I was like, oh, I, I better, I better just get it done. And, but I knew that the next day I had my, my bougie spa day where I was planning on taking some really intense workout classes in the morning. And now when I get Botox, I typically skip the workout the day before and the day after, just because Botox doesn't last that long anyway on me. I have a pretty good metabolism because I do work out so often and I, and I want my Botox to last as long as possible. So I was really debating whether I should or not. Plus, you know, I had scheduled it for Friday morning and, you know, you're not supposed to wear makeup for that whole day or at least four to six hours. And I was literally going to, you know, go have my birthday day that day. I was going to go out drinking. I was going to eat a lot of stuff. I was going to put, you know, I wanted to look pretty. So I wanted to put makeup on. And so every like rule they have about Botox, I was going to break it. And so I get there and I'm like, okay, so, you know, this is what I want done in this area, in this area, in this area. And she's like, okay, and now, you know, you know not to wear makeup and don't rub your face and don't drink alcohol and don't work out for the next, you know, 24 to 48 hours. And and I'm kind of making a face and she's like, what? And I'm like, well, t- you know, tomorrow I have, and I start telling her about all these things I have. And she's like, oh no, she's like, we should reschedule. She's like, it's, she's like, you're, it's, you're going to waste your money. She's like, 
So I was actually really glad that she was cool with that. Uh, you know, because sometimes they want to charge you something when you cancel an appointment like that. But they were great about just letting me reschedule till this Wednesday. So, which is perfect. I, I really wanted to like bust my ass at this spa and and really like put my face down and then and not worry about my Botox. So, so anyway, I, I, I'm having my Botox now this Wednesday and which is good. So I got a good workout in today because today's Monday. I won't work out Tuesday. I'll get my Botox on Wednesday and then I won't work out on Thursday. So I'm going to try to also eat really lean this week. Uh, last week, I was also not eating super lean during the week. I was eating a lot of sugar during the week. So I just was not feeling great leading up to that appointment anyway. And so I'm very happy to be scheduling my anti-aging treatment this week. And I will uh, report on that on my next podcast. All right, let's get into my healthy habits segment. So this week, let's see. So I'm coming right off the weekend, which typically the weekend I am, you know, very debaucherous. But last week I was leading up to my bougie spa day on that Saturday. So just this past Saturday. So, and I knew I was going to be working out a lot and getting a lot of movement in that week. So the fact that I ate more sugar than typical and didn't work out as much during the week was was fine with me because I knew that I was going to bust my ass that day, that Saturday. So, and that's exactly what I did. So I, so my healthy habits segment is, I mean, I ate, you know, I ate okay last week. You know, I did have, you know, a good amount of vegetables and, and a okay amount of protein, not as much as I wanted to get in. But on Saturday, I got up early. I, I mean, I was up at like, you know, 5.30 so I could have my coffee because I, I wanted to, you know, have my leisurely morning, get to this resort ha- and feel good for my first class. So the first class was called TRX. And if anybody has ever not done TRX, I love TRX. It's very, it's very much about using your own body weight to work out. So it's, it's like strength training. Now this one, this class took place on the pickleball courts and I didn't realize it was going to be outside. Luckily I had fully, you know, sunscreened my entire body before getting there. And the only thing is I, I did have a lot of, I did have makeup on and I did have a lot of sunscreen on my face. So the class itself was very challenging. It was it wasn't just TRX, you know, the warm-ups, we were doing some sprinting, we were doing some jogging, we were doing, you know, just a lot of different movements and, and quick workouts, like aerobic type activity to get our heart rate up. And then we did our, you know, the, the TRX has these straps that you're kind of hinging on and balancing with and then using your own body weight to do things like squats and pull-ups and push-ups and chest, uh, chest presses and all kinds of things that you'd see in a gym using just, you know, fitness equipment, but this is just using straps in your own body weight. So I love this piece of equipment. So I had that class, it was like from eight to nine and I was dripping sweat after, uh, but I felt good. And I went and took a little walk around the property. That's what I, one of the things I wanted to do. So this was I had found this resort called Savannah Resort, 
And it's in Carefree, which is a really beautiful part of Phoenix. It's about 30 minutes north of me. And I have been going to Miraval for my bougie spa day. Miraval is probably like twice as expensive as this resort. And the grounds are, and everything's inclusive, right? That's the big difference between that Miraval and this resort is Savannah, it's not all inclusive. Like you pay separately for for food and for drinks and all that stuff. Whereas with, um, with Miraval, everything's included. So, uh, and this place, Savannah was finally on Resort Pass. So we went through Resort Pass and booked it. And I was very curious to compare it to Miraval. I figured it would be somewhat similar. The grounds were beautiful, uh, not as beautiful as Miraval and not as expansive as Miraval. It was a much more boutique type of feel, but but beautiful. And it, and it, it, it backed right up to this uh, mountain called South Mountain. So from the spa itself, it was a gorgeous view. And so, and I, and I wanted to take advantage of every part of that property I could and use all the amenities and just look at all the different landscaping. And I just, I love stuff like that. So I went to my first class and then, you know, kind of leisurely walked around the part, the, the property. I was trying to find this meditation garden, uh, but I didn't have a lot of time at that point. So I ended up going, founding my second class, which was a Pilates hit class, I think that's high intensity interval training plus Pilates. So, you know, back to back, those are two really intense workouts. Um, and my, the same exact instructor from my TRX class was teaching the next class. And I liked her. I, she was a really good instructor. She gave great cues, uh, you know, gave great instruction. She was, she was a high quality trainer for sure. And that was a great class. I mean, I was ready to be done. By the end of it, I was exhausted. I didn't want to move anymore. I was I was ready to be done. I was ready to like go have my pool day, you know, and, and have some cocktails. So I, but I, after that, I decided to go and look for that meditation garden because I had a lot of time. So I, I got there at like 7.30 a.m. because my first class was at 8 a.m. And then I didn't have my massage booked until 6.30 and my two girlfriends, Kate and KK from Arizona, met me there. And Kate got the full experience too. She did a bunch of workout classes in the morning as well. Uh, KK met us later by the pool for a massage. And um, so, yeah, so I kind of leisurely took a nice, you know, gander around the property. I found this little labyrinth and meditation area. And there was this cement stool underneath this tree. So it was nicely shaded. And, you know, you could overlook this labyrinth designed kind of rock garden type situation. And it was just beautiful and peaceful. And I'm like, oh, let me, let me do a little meditation. So I, I sit on this rock. It's basically like a rock, a cement bench. And it's heavy. But as I'm kind of leaning back, trying to get my shoes off so I could fold my legs crosswise, um, to, to do a meditation, <laughs> I could feel it was a little unstable. And I don't know what made me think that I could just kind of like rock back to get my feet up, but I did. And that didn't work. Cause I literally fell backwards off the bench, took the whole cement stool with me. I mean, the whole top came off the bench and fell flat on the ground 
Now, if my fingers or toe had been under that, it would have literally crushed the bones and I would have had to go to the hospital. So that was a hazard. And I couldn't, and the cement stool was so heavy, like I tried to pick it up after and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. That's, I'm just going to injure myself if I try. So, and I, and this girl was walking by and saw the whole thing and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's good old Veronica for you. Nice and klutzy. But, um. So I went over to this other stool and like was going to attempt to do the same thing. And I'm like, nope, this one's unsteady too. I'm just going to learn my lesson, pack up my shit and meditate while I'm walking. <laughs> so, so I ended up packing up my stuff and going to check out the spa. The spa was amazing. I will say the spa beat Miraval spa. It just had way, way, way more amenities so outside of the spot had like the running water and all these different fire elements. And I did take a little peek into the shop and oh, they had so many cute things. Like oh, if, if I was a wealthy woman, I would be buying that whole, all the, the clothes in that shop and the hats and so many cute things. And so, so I, I got, I checked in cause I wanted to drop my, I had a big bag full of just stuff for the whole day. So I wanted to go get my spa locker, drop most of my stuff off and then head to the pool, change in my bathing suit. So I got a little tour of the spa and they had hot and cold plunge pools. They had a, a eucalyptus steam room. They had a sauna. They had a thermal mineral pool for like aqua swims. They had they had this relaxation room, which had all these beautiful chase lounges. And you could look out over the mountain. And they had like all these little healthy snacks. So I just kind of lounged up there for a few minutes. I grabbed an apple, had a little trail mix, had some water, just relaxed by myself um, before I changed in my bathing suit. And it was so nice. It was just serene and peaceful and ugh. And that's why if anybody's following me on Instagram, I took like a zillion videos and pictures that day because I just had so much time. And I love that. I love being leisurely and just meandering and taking my time and noticing all the fine details. And uh, it was it was such a nice, nice start to the day. So then I I was contemplating doing a, a plunge then, but I, I decided I didn't want to get my bathing suit wet right away. So I just changed into my bathing suit and I headed for the pool. And I met my friend Kate there and grabbed some menus and ordered my first cocktail. Let's see, I had a prickly pear sangria and all the food on their menu, it sounded good. It was very, very healthy. So the first food I ordered was this beet hummus. It was like, you know, red flavored because it had some beets in it. And it was a hummus with a bunch of vegetables and some not exactly pita chips, some sort of healthy pita chip kind of like a whole grain type of thing. So that was good. Kate got the guacamole. I had a little bit of her guacamole. She had some of my hummus. Uh, KK met us a little bit later. Uh, and, and then we just, you know, talked and chatted and had girl time and caught up and swam and, uh, you know, we had, we had, it wasn't crowded. So we had plenty of space. We had the umbrellas over us you know, and they, they, I did bring sunscreen just in case, but they had sunscreen there. They had moisturizer, like they had all the little, little elements that you want in a nice spa experience. 
in a, in a high-end resort experience. And so, so just lounged and then KK went to get her massage. Kate and I ordered some food. I had chicken tacos and they were like healthy chicken taco. So a flour tortilla. They had some beans on the side with a tiny bit of cotilla cheese and they had some of this like jicama slaw, which didn't have mayo in it, thankfully. And then what's just like some microgreens. And then we had some guac on the side. And it was delicious. I had this other watermelon vodka drink that was really light and refreshing. And oh, it was just, it was an amazing experience. We just lounged by the pool, swam, got a little tipsy. And then went in for, you know, we had like a good hour before our massages. We went in like at 5.30 and I did the plunge pools. So I did, oh my God, I did the cold. The, I don't know if any of you have ever done a plunge pool. I mean, I've only done a cold shower as part of that daily stoic challenge. And I get there's all these health benefits to it. It's like good for your, your immune system. It's good for your metabolism. It's, good, you know, all these things. And so I wanted to do it because it was there and, and I did it. I, I, I did multiple plunges really only for, I would say 10 to 15 seconds per plunge. And then I would immediately jump over to the other side, which was hot. Oh, it was so nice. I mean, it was freezing and hard to get in and sit down and submerge yourself. I didn't submerge my head and face, even though this girl is like, it's easier if you submerge your head and face. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to do it. So I, but I did plunge, I don't know, probably a good, maybe five times back and forth, got in the sauna, then went out for a nice swim and I actually did go under and get my hair wet because I wanted a full swimming experience in this thermal, you know, pool that's, I think has therapeutic, you know, like minerals and stuff for your skin and, and I was the only one in there and I was just doing laps and, oh, it was so nice. It was like more movement before my deep tissue massage. And then I went and got my massage and she was great. You know, I did have this kind of knot in my, in my shoulders that I, I did have to tell her to put a little more pressure in that area, but, um, but it was a great end to the day and it was exactly exactly the type of birthday weekend that I wanted to, that I wanted to have. Oh, it was amazing. So that was a kind of healthy birthday Saturday with tons of movement and luxuriating and spa and self-care. And I'm definitely going to go back there. Although now I just want to try more spas and, and have new experiences. So there's a few other ones I want to check out. There's the Omni, although I know they don't have as many amenities. There's the Miyamo in Sedona that I've heard about. And then I do want to check out Miraval in Austin. I just need to, you know, make some more money first. So, but anyway, those were my healthy habits of the week. I did buy a bunch of chickens yesterday because I want to get a lot of protein in this morning or this week. So I'd had some chicken for breakfast today and I made my healthy protein shake. So I'm on, on a good track for the week. And so I hope your week has also been, and weekend, has been full of good, healthy habits yourselves. All right, now for my tasty treats of the week segment. So Saturday was very healthy. Friday was not. <laughs> so Friday was my actual birthday. 
And Chad, you know, Chad, we were trying to, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I, I really didn't want to do a lot of, you know, I just, we have Europe coming up and a big part of that trip is, is my real birthday gift from Chad. But he, you know, we wanted to do something on Friday and I was like, let's just go to this new restaurant that I found called the Collins. I'm like, it looks incredible. I'm like, let's have some some cocktails. And he had brought up shopping at Lululemon. He's like, well, if you want to go to Lululemon, I can get you a few things for Europe. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say no to a shopping trip. And I wanted to go to Nordstrom Rack because I figured I might want to buy a new pair of shoes for, or maybe let Chad buy me a new pair of shoes. So, um, so we, I picked out this place called the Collins and it's in the Biltmore area. And I just looking at it, it's called the Collins small batch kitchen. And I'm like, hello, small batch kitchen. Yes, please. And so, and, and they just had a great, I mean, it's a very pricey restaurant and I knew Chad wanted some of our friends to meet us and he always, you know, takes care of the whole bill for all the friends too. So I didn't want to invite a ton of people. Um, but I just, you know, I just wanted to, uh, a get together with maybe another couple and, and maybe one of our other friends. So he invited, you know, our little, our little crew that's going to Europe and, uh, Bob, Brandy, and this guy Kyle came and met us there. Chad and I got there first and I was in, I had a, a Michael Kors cute green bathing suit top. Well, it's a bathing suit that I use as a top. Um, and it was, it's very flattering on me. And, uh, I really, really felt good that day. My hair, I had a good hair day. So, and I was ready to sample some delicious food and some delicious cocktails. Now, when we sat down, our waiter came over and he was incredibly knowledgeable. He was like, he's like, oh, we have a drink of the day. And it was this very involved cocktail that had all these infused syrups and different herbs and I love a, a, a detailed cocktail creation like that. And the way that our waiter was describing it, he was he was so into it. And it didn't really appeal to me. So I just asked him, I'm like, well, what do you recommend for cocktails on this menu? And he recommended two of his favorites. And I decided to try both of them. I got the first one because it had strawberry in it. I didn't recognize a lot of the liqueurs. But let me tell you, this drink was so delicious and so well-balanced. Both of the ones that he recommended were insanely good. It's very rare that I drink an alcoholic drink and I'm like, just like savoring the flavor of it because it's so delicious. That was these two drinks. Now, I did try a third that I did not like and I sent it back and, and asked for an exchange which everybody around me was like, uh, like you're going to send that back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's what you do. I mean, it's, they don't, it's not like they're going to, you know, it's not going to break their bank. You know, they want me to be a happy customer enjoying my cocktail. And so I, I just exchanged it for one of those, uh, uh, a second strawberry one. Mm, so good. And then let's see. And then we ordered a bunch of appetizers. Now I think we ordered like everything off the happy hour menu. So there were these barbecue chicken sliders that I didn't even try because they had like this coleslaw on them. And I'm not a huge barbecue fan. So I let the guys eat those. I did want the prime rib sliders, but when they came, I don't know, some, the look of the meat just totally turned me off. Now the guys love them. They ordered a second round it just, I think it was too rare for me maybe. And it just was very unappealing the way it looked. 
Uh, we ordered this onion dip that I also didn't touch because it looked so unappealing to me because it was just this white, creamy, chunky. No, thank you. Um, and then what else? Oh, now the highlights. And I, and I, again, I put, I put pictures of all of this on my Instagram at the Diet Obsessed Podcast. There's a reel that shows all of these delectable things. So my favorite was this rock shrimp, this charred shrimp risotto with arugula. Oh my God. We ordered two of those. It was so delicious. It was perfectly cooked. The risotto was incredibly flavorful. The arugula added this peppery just bite to it and freshness with the green that you need. Mm, So good. And then the other (laughs) real highlight was this uh, short rib mac and cheese. OMG. Because it wasn't, it wasn't a ton of meat. It was just these succulent little tender morsels of of the short rib and they weren't fatty they were meaty and the perfect little bite for a bite of mac and cheese so good and then the guac was good we ordered some guac and I was full I mean I you know between the cocktails and then those things I was I was good and we had gone to Nordstrom Rack prior to that and I found two pairs of shoes that Chad got me that are you know they weren't super expensive it's Nordstrom Rack I got these slide, these like kind of Dolce de Leche colored sandals that are super cute, that are very comfortable. I was looking for comfort. And I also got these bronze pair of sandals that will go with dresses for Europe. So he treated me to those. Then we went out for this delicious little tasting of food and drinks at the Collins, had some good conversation, talked about, you know, our upcoming trip. Um, it was so interesting. So one of the guys that's with us, Kyle, he is on Ozempic or, you know, a semaglutide and he has diabetes. So he's, and he's lost so much weight and he ordered this salmon poke appetizer that I almost ordered, but I, I don't know if the salmon, I usually get the tuna poke or tuna tartare and, um, he only ate, he didn't even touch the chips. He just ate the salmon out of it. I've never seen this guy order something healthy like that. So it does just go to show you that these semaglutides are making some people choose a lot healthier than they normally would. You know, I was just talking to my other friend who's using it and she's lean as hell. She's choosing really healthy items. And again, this guy, Kyle is, you know, is a perfect example. Like I've never seen him order something healthy. So very, very, very interesting. So uh, let's see. And then, okay, this is really embarrassing, but I'm going to admit it. So, (laughs) so I've never been one. I just found out this, this year, last year that on your birthday, there's a bunch of restaurants that will give you free shit. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll go and get my free shit this year. <laughs> like, I'm like, cause I, I never go, you know, I don't, I go to Starbucks occasionally, but I usually don't get a drink there. And I'm like, oh, let me go get, cause I, and I already have the Starbucks app. And I looked up like what restaurants give you free stuff on your birthday. And Starbucks was one of them. So I'm like, oh, I'm already part of their rewards. So let me go and get my little free gift at Starbucks. And I got this and I took a, I showed it on my Instagram, but I got this apple crisp 
oat milk shaken espresso on ice. Oh, delicious. It was really tasty. And, you know, I don't usually order a sugary drink like that, but I did get that on Friday morning um, before my canceled Botox appointment. So that was my little treat that morning. And I did try to go to Ulta because I had to go to Ulta anyway to get some more conditioner and some other things. And they're supposed to give me a free little gift, uh, but their whole system was down. So I couldn't get that that day. And then I had also heard that Krispy Kreme does it. Now, I'm like, do I really want to eat donuts today before I'm, I want to look cute later and before my spa day tomorrow? I'm like, no, I'll, I'll skip the... I, but I did sign up for the rewards for Krispy Kreme. I love a Krispy Kreme donut. I mean, come on. Krispy Kreme is so damn delicious. And so I ended up... <laughs> Because I'd signed up for their rewards, and then on Sunday, I happened to see that they had sent me this little coupon for, like, my birthday, free donuts. And I'm like, okay, it's Sunday, I need to treat myself today because, you know, it's Sunday, and I'm going to start my healthy, high-protein chicken tomorrow. So I went, and I got two, so I got a free donut for just signing up for the rewards, and then I had three free uh, birthday donuts. And I'm like, I'm going to go get these damn donuts. So I went and got two Boston cream donuts and two chocolate frosted. And I told Chad, I'm like, okay, two of these are for me. Two of these are for you. And secretly I wanted all four, but I decided to share and be nice. So I ate mine and they were everything I wanted them to be. He ate one and I'm just staring at this fourth and I'm like, are you going to eat this or what? <laughs> and he, he's like, no, he's like, you can have it. And so I'm like, sweet. So I ate that third one. I mean, I could have eaten probably like three more, but I stopped at the third. I didn't go back out for more. And I also had some pizza last night. And yeah, so that was my, a, a good, I had a little, some gummy bears. Definitely I was ready to, you know, eat my chicken and, and work out this morning. But I will say those Krispy Kreme donuts hit the spot. So I hope all of you have also had some tasty treats this week yourselves. All right, let's get into my podcast review. So today I'm doing, I'm reviewing a podcast I've never reviewed before. And I never thought I would review this podcast because it's really a comedy podcast. It's called Big Wigs. And the reason I know about this podcast is because I, two of the comedians on it, Andrea Lopez and, um, and, uh, Anna Roisman are both on our guests on the Taylor Strecker show, which I review all the time. And they, I, I, they're both hilarious women. I love female comics. Uh, they both do ridiculously good impressions Anna does uh, Kris Jenner all the time. She does Kourtney Kardashian. She has the best Kourtney Kardashian uh, impression I've ever seen in my life. And then Andrea does a lot of impressions as well. She does uh, this, this, uh, she does the, one of the, one of the funniest right now, at least, is this Ter- Teresa Giudice from The Real Housewives. She's so good. She has a lot of impressions that she does that are really good. She's very talented. Anyway, so, but they both love to eat. I mean... Let's see, Anna's Jewish and um, Andrea is Mexican, I believe. And, you know, they both, and and 
Andrea loves like Italian. She loves Italian food. She's dating an Italian. And so, so it's no wonder that they wanted to talk about food. So they had, and they had it in their title. It said good food. So I was like, okay, let me, let me find their good food segment in this. And it was pretty close to the beginning. And so Andrea was talking about how she had stopped. She had a, a wedding that she went to and there was a brunch. And then she was just talking about some of the pizza she had gotten after, uh, she said there's one called Pizza Paradise, and it was right on the Chicago River, and it had charred pepperoni, and and there was hot jarred honey, and she said it was a real good Chicago-style deep dish pizza, which I'm not a huge actually. I guess I shouldn't say that. I don't. I don't know if that I've really tried a, an authentic Chicago deep dish pizza before mainly because I've never really liked cheese and I just like a crispy crust with minimal cheese typically and I'm not a huge toppings person on my pizza at least so I I don't know I just never even when I went to Chicago I ordered thin crust so I don't know I so she she Andrea I think prefers thin crust she likes her New York style but um but she did give a decent description of the different pizza that she had after this wedding. And um, and then Anna, Anna's really the one that went into detail because she wanted to have this food segment. And this was interesting because Anna is, you know, she's one of those people that, you know, I, I watch kind of what she eats a lot of time because she does kind of picture herself eating on her Instagram quite a bit. And it seems like she chooses very healthy things, like just normally, like a lot of whole foods and I've wondered if, I always wonder, you know, when, when people I see eating a lot of nutritious food, I'm always like, oh, I wonder if that's just ingrained in them, that that's just kind of like second nature, that's kind of how they were raised and that's what they do, or whether they're doing it consciously to make healthy decisions and healthy choices. I just know that usually when I'm eating salads, I'm eat, I, I'm I'm making it at home because when I'm out to eat and I'm paying a premium for food, I want it to be extra delicious and something that I wouldn't maybe eat, maybe more indulgent that I would normally eat at home. So I always feel kind of ripped off when I'm eating salads. I mean, unless it's like a small dinner salad, you know, that accompanies my, my main meal. So anyway, um, so, so Anna went to New York City and she, she was in the West Village and she said she was there very early and she decided, you know, since it's summer and the city's kind of dead, she's like, maybe I'll try to get a reservation at some of these really famous Italian restaurants that you just can never get into. And there was one called Lartusi and another one called Via Corda, Coroda, Via Coroda. And she ended up eating at the Via Coroda and she said that there was like scaffolding and like they were working on the building. So she literally ate under the scaffolding. So it doesn't sound like the ambiance was that great, but she said that they did have one of the most delicious meals that she's ever had. And so then she talked about what she ordered. So first they ordered the melon with prosciutto. Now, I personally, like my dad used to eat this. So this is something that my family would get. They'd get the melon, they'd get the prosciutto. It'd be very thinly sliced. And I've tried it, of course. And, and it's the classic kind of salty and sweet. So I know why why it's appealing to people. It's fresh. 
I just don't like prosciutto that much. It's too ham tasting. And we all know I have a thing against ham steak because I got sick on it when I was a kid. So I don't know. This is just something that doesn't appeal to me. I do think it's a healthier choice. You know, it's fresh fruit and, you know, and, and prosciutto. So it's like protein plus a little bit of fruit uh, and fat. So, so anyway, it's a, it's a healthier option. Um, it's a classic option though at an Italian restaurant, of course. And then she said it was so good. You didn't need anything else with it. No olive oil, no balsamic, no burrata. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's the classic preparation of that dish. And so, so then she had a tomato, onion, and cucumber salad. Now I love that salad. That's the one that my dad used to make all the time. And I make that version. I just don't put the tomatoes in it because I, again, I don't like fresh tomatoes, but I will say that is a time to put tomatoes in because just the juice from the tomato dripping into that salad, mm, it's so good with the olive oil. And I used to put salt and pepper and then dunk bread into it. Mm, so, so, so good. And then, then they had grilled octopus and she's, Anna started talking about how much she loves it. She was like, there's a, there was like this little crunch on the tentacle meat. And she's like, oh, she's like, she's like, oh, I know this is turning you on. And Andre is like, it is. And she's describing this octopus that she just loved. Now, I've had octopus before. I've had it a few times. And the, the best place that I've ever had it is at this really fancy Greek restaurant in Manhattan Beach. And it's, God, what is the name of it? It's called, I want to say Primo, but that's not the right name. That's the restaurant in Maine that I'm thinking about. It is a simple name like that, though. It's, um, oh, I'll, I'll remember it eventually, but it's, it's right in the heart of Manhattan Beach, right next to the Shade Hotel. And it is, it is the best it, 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 they prepared octopus the best way I've ever had it. It did not taste, I mean, it was meaty and just incredible. And, but now my mom, she read that book or saw that movie. Like there's some movie or book about octopus and how, how smart they are and how they're, they're, they are, they're supposed to be like these brilliant creatures that, so my mom, the way she described this, I forget whether it was a movie or book, but She's like, I can't eat octopus anymore. She's like, they're too, they're too intelligent. It's just, it's sad to, to eat them. And so now I, I, I can't eat them anymore. So now that my mom can't. And so when I, they, they were talking about this, I'm like, but also you think about what she ordered. She had straight protein, grilled octopus. She had a, a very healthy whole food salad, tomato, onion, and cucumber. And she had the prosciutto with melon. Okay. Those are all very healthy, light appetizers or precursors to a menu to, or to a meal that you can, that you can order. Um, and so then Anna said that, that she's like, she's like, and then you go to it, when you go to an Italian restaurant, she's like, they did have a cacio pepe on the menu. And she's like, it's not typically the first thing I would order. Maybe if I'm getting multiple pastas, then yeah, throw in a cacio pepe. But she's like, I'm more like a tomato-based person or I, I love a clam pasta 
She's like, sometimes I'll pick like a bolognese, but it is typically a tomato-based sauce that I choose. But she's like, but we did go, we went ahead and ordered the Cacio Pepe. And she said, Anna said it was the most delicious Cacio Pepe that she's ever had. She said better than even when she ate it in Rome, when she was in Italy. So that's saying a lot. And she's like, it was just hands down the best. And then, and I do like a Cacio Pepe. It's definitely not the first thing I order. When I, this is a side note from the podcast, I'm going to Rome in a couple weeks and my sister knows a guy that used to live there. He's from Italy. And so she's going to get me some recommendations for just like local places that aren't super fancy, but have really delicious, good food that the locals like. So that's what I'm excited about because I really want to try authentic. I don't want to get it stuck in tourist traps there. So I'm psyched that my sister knows someone that can make some good recommendations. Um, But then Andrea was like, well, what was the presentation for this Keccio Pepe. She's like, because that a lot goes into into presentation and that matters a lot too. And when Andrea said that, I'm thinking to myself, usually Keccio Pepe has like the worst presentation because it's just like a pile of white, you know, with meat with like usually some some black pepper on it. But it's, you know, it's it's like a cheese sauce. So it's doesn't really have a lot of presentation unless you're dusting the plate with parsley or putting some sort of green on it. Um like when my when my friends and I went to eat recently and they both ordered the Cacio Pepe, I'm like, I looked over and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I ordered what I ordered and not that because it did not look good. But um, Anna's like, it was just in a white bowl. She's like, it was very basic, just a basic white bowl with like this kind of light colored pasta. So the presentation wasn't great. And then Andrea's like, well, you know, the pasta is good when you don't have to try to make up for it with the fancy bowl. And Anna's like, it was so fucking good. And and Andrea said that, talked about there's one in this place called Italy that's really good. And Italy, I think they have one in Boston too. It's kind of like this food court almost for like very authentic Italian food. Um, and then Anna talked about the, that there's a place in Italy that she recommends called Raschioli. And she said that they're actually opening in New York. And she said she wants to go there because, you know, it's, it's going to be incredible. And, you know, she wants to have these regular segments where their podcast, she wants to call it Big Wig, Big Wig Bites and, you know, do some videos and, you know, do like more regular food segments, which I'm all about. I will love to see that. And I will be doing more podcast reviews of the Big Wig Podcasts. If they continue to talk about good, delicious food, they're in, they're often in New York and LA, so they do have some good areas to eat in. And you know, I of course I love a good descriptive Italian meal any day of the week. So that's the the first podcast that I well the only podcast I wanted to review uh, in this episode. The last little segment I wanted to mention as a review of media that talks about diet, diet culture, really diet, is this uh, Netflix documentary, which is called Live to 100 Secrets of the Blue Zones. And, and I, we, that episode that I did with Dr. Mark Hyman really piqued my curiosity because he was talking about that place in Greece. So I know that that city is going to be featured in 
later in this documentary. I haven't finished it, but I did just want to share two of the places that he mentioned and some of the secrets of longevity that they've discovered. So the first one is Okinawa, Japan. And a big part of, you know, they, they picture this family all gathered together and there's this this grandmother that's 101 years old and they're all engaging with each other and they're playing this game and you see this grandmother get up and and toss the ring and try to hit these this like catch the ring on this little peg that's sticking up and everybody's clapping and cheering for her and she's excited and you just see this joy and and this this closeness and this family dynamic that you can tell that's part of it, right? That that engagement, and and this this gentleman that was hosting this this documentary, he was asking her, you know, what are your secrets? Why do you think you've lived so long? And one of the things that she was talking about was just be easygoing, you know, have fun, you know, have a lot of laughter in your in your life you know, don't get angry. <laughs> she said that. I'm like, Oh God, I got to change that about myself. I'm always angry. But, um, but and, cause you do, you, if you raise your stress, you raise your heart rate, it's like, just, just chillaxing, you know, just lower, like, you know, Hakuna Matata type of attitude. And, and you just see this, you know, the, this really healthy family dynamic, which is encouraging and close and loving, and they actually talked about these purple sweet potatoes that are, you know, they kind of, they, because Okinawa specifically, out of all the places in Japan, stands out as having the most uh, people that live over there, over 100 years old. And one of the things that stands out is they eat a, an abnormally high amount of these purple sweet potatoes that apparently during this really terrible season, you know, after the war, it sustained them because they had they had lost a lot of crops and, and had very few resources. But these purple potatoes that could grow under the ground, you know, nourished them and and were a stable food source for them. And when you look at, you know, it's a complex carb that's full of all these antioxidants and healthy fibers and nutrients. And and they still to this day eat a lot of this purple sweet potato. So of course when I was at the at Sprouts the other day, I was like looking for purple sweet potatoes. They didn't have them. I am determined to find them because I want to start incorporating them into my diet. I've always eaten a lot of sweet potatoes because I've always known that they're a superfood, but now I want to find this purple sweet potato. So so that was a big one. And then and then they eat a lot of soy, a lot of high quality tofu. And then there's just a lot of variety. They eat a lot of fresh vegetables. They do a lot of their gardening. So that a lot of people have garden gardens outside. And and they talked about, you know, not only do they eat these, these really healthy foods that are nutrient-dense, whole foods, but it's also about how much they're eating. So, the, you know, the, you look at the standard American diet, which calls for around 2,000 calories per day, but... The host was talking about how most average Americans actually consume more like 3,600 calories per day. And, and the people in this culture actually consume a lot less. 
And he just showed, you know, this, this, you know, an example of one of the meals that they'll make. And it had all this cabbage and tofu and all these vegetables. And it was this huge heaping plate of food. But the reality is it had half the calories of like a hamburger would. And so, you know, you have a high quantity of food that's that's nutrient dense, but also lower in calories. And so overall, he's saying, you know, these people are just consuming less calories and the quality of the food that they're putting in their body is much better. He's like, and then, of course, they they have this phrase that they say before meals and it's it's it goes something like harahachibu and what it what it actually means is eight out of ten and it means to stop eating when your stomach is 80 percent full so that you're satiated versus being overly full and so overall you see this this intentionality in their in their culture to eat in moderation to eat till you're satiated but not till you're overly full to you know, grow your own vegetables to eat all of these nutrient dense uh, foods, and and this just leads to less obesity. Uh, and another big thing is, you know, he was noticing that most of the people in this culture didn't have furniture in their house; they mainly sat on the floor, and so to get up, they have to basically do a squat, and so there's doing all these body weight bearing exercises naturally as part of their culture and so you think about what happens in our society when you know we have an older one in our lives who who gets hurt it's usually because they lack balance they fall they lack the strength to get up and so you just see this difference in mobility and balance and strength and and movement throughout their lives that are so different than our sedentary, work-obsessed culture, which just sits in a chair for so long versus, you know, moving and having some of these natural movements just part of our everyday lives. So I just thought that that was really, really interesting. And, you know, so overall, more whole foods, more movement, you know, less processed things, and just consuming less calories during a day and and doing more, you know, functional movements like squats, right? So, and then community, family, love, respect, you know, keeping your elders close to you, all of those things kind of play a part. So I thought that was, a, it was a really beautiful start to this documentary. And um, I just found myself smiling throughout it because you hear from all these older wise people that have lived these lives and lived through war and have all this knowledge. And I'm just one of those people that just loves to be around older people. I wish my grandparents were still alive because I love spending time with them. And I just think there's so much wisdom to learn from older people. And this documentary is fascinating. So I'll probably bring uh, more snippets into it in future uh, episodes. But I did want to end this right now. And um, anyway, if any of you have any uh, any references for podcasts you'd like to review, me to review, or topics you'd like to hear, please DM me on Instagram at the Diet Obsessed Podcast. If you want premium content, please subscribe to Craving More through the link in my bio on Instagram. Check out my website, thedietobsessed.com. You can check out my Facebook, The Diet Obsessed. And until we meet again, 
I hope all of you have a very balanced